0: And welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig, Season 2, Episode 2 Welcome to you, Craig Welcome back It's good to be back It is good
1: to be back It's How you? a little chilly It is very chilly today okay, It's a lot chilly <laughs> Yeah, I know. As he um, when he came into church today, uh, I beat him here, and um, he sent a text to me, and he said, "Hey, can you run out to my car and wrap me in a blanket and carry me in? It's literally freezing right now." So the uh, the gif that you sent me back was hilarious too. Right. He sends
0: me this gif back of someone wrapping a dog up in a blanket. Exactly. <laughs> we do that with Jasper when he comes in from going potty, like the past couple <laughs> days when it had rained and stuff. Right. And
1: so, like, we have to wrap him up and wipe
0: his paws and all that stuff off, and everything. Yeah, right. It's, like, it's a
1: Jasperito. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's really good. So yeah, besides being cold, it's, it's not bad though. I mean, yeah, um, no, you know, it's a typical central Ohio day. It's gloomy, cloudy, it's cold, great. windy, you it's know. Great. It's what I ex- actually expect in central Ohio, right. so, you know, and it's, um, you know, you have the, uh you have this weather, but I did notice this morning when I got up, I was having coffee with Anita, we were sitting in the living room, and and I looked outside, but the sun was actually shining this morning. The sunrise this morning, we we
0: were at nice. school, and I told my kids, I said, like, God is the best mm-hmm. artist, mm-hmm. because the sunrise was absolutely gorgeous, the sky was red, and so, it was. It, I don't know if it's supposed to do anything later.
1: Uh Well, I I don't but know. you know what I they mean, say, you know, red, red sky in the morning, morning. St. Lord's morning, yeah. Red skies at night, sailors delight. That's right. Yeah. We're, we're we we, know so much stuff. It's crazy. We how do. Much we know. I know. You it know, that's nothing. <laughs> it's in the Bible. Except, right. you know, <laughs> is it? It is. <laughs> but yeah, it was, you're right. It was, uh, it was gorgeous this morning, um, that, that sun. So before we started recording, I have to let you guys know, I've been sitting here waiting on this guy to finish eating avocados, nuts, oats, drinking his water, no fourth oats. cup of coffee, And he's still eating.
0: I did have to take my medicine,
1: my vitamins. Yeah, and he took a handful of medicines. And I look at him. I was like, "Bro, you're like a ninety year old woman sitting over there." And And I he's still eating. I said, "I'm like Betty White, (laughs) like except for I'm not dead." Exactly. Poor Betty. Poor Betty. I I so thought she was going to make it to a hundred. Yeah, they had that whole celebration plan too. I mean, I was reading about that like prior to Christmas that you know they were doing this hundredth anniversary. Birthday. birthday celebration, and um so yeah, and then on December thirty first, last day of the last year, last day man, of the year, seventeen days before her birthday. Yeah, um, so that's uh, that's sad. But hey, it you was, know, ninety nine years though. That's I mean,
0: and and I think she was fairly healthy too. Yeah. So that's, that's the big
1: thing. I guess I didn't realize how many things that Betty White had been in in, you know, for her career. You know, mm-hmm. I started, you know, looking her, looking her up and, you know, and I've always heard of her, you know, cause, you know, she's been on like the Mary Tyler Moore show. She's on the Golden, the Girls. Golden Girls. She's yeah. on, I don't know, a bunch of, she's been in a ton of things. But I think what people do forget is that she actually had her own television show in the fifties. I did not know and, that. And uh, she was on numerous game shows. Yes. And, um, yes. I don't know if you know this. I mean, I knew this because, I just grew up in that era, but she was married to Alan London and um he was the um host to Password. Oh I love so, Password. Yeah, Password's awesome. But um and he died fairly young. Like he I think he was like sixty or sixty one years old, but he died in nineteen like eighty one or something. But she was a guest on that show quite a bit. Okay. And then she was also on, you know, What's My Line and she was on a, she was literally on a bunch of yeah game shows those, and
0: that, was she on match game any?
1: I believe she was a couple of times, yeah. Do you ever get on, like, Game Show Network and just watch some of those old shows? Yeah, car Sharks? I, 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 I used to love Card Sharks. Yeah, I like the show What's My Line from the 50s. Okay. I mean, yeah. it is just yeah. fabulous. And try to, you know, yeah. some of the jobs that these people do, you know, like they're shot out of a cannon. Who gets shot out of a cannon? That'd that would be a great pretty, job, though. sounds pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, they're like circus performers. I'm, I'm like, probably the perfect size for that. Probably are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Yeah. No, I saw true. it back,
0: back to Betty White. I, I saw a, a little meme <clears throat> recently and it was the Lego box and a lot of Lego boxes, you know, say ages like eight to 99. And it's, it showed Betty White with a sad face and it was like Betty White realizing she can't play with Legos after this year. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> so I think they quit doing that though because my son is huge into Legos. I mean, he has, he could probably build a Lego house the actual size of a house right but um i was looking on one of his boxes and it just says you know ages eight and up now I'm yeah like, well that's, that's no right. fun yeah yeah it's kind of fun you know knowing Age, that you yeah, can only play until 99 that's,
1: that's pretty good yeah that's yeah. that's really good so um besides the weather and um you guys we had a pretty good week last week i think yeah and, um yeah. got uh had a really good day yesterday yes and, we did uh, good good awesome day for All the way around, but great day for you guys and your family. So that, that was, um, that was really good. And I did um, not cry too much. No, I mean, a a little bit, but yeah, I mean, once you get into it, you know, you're getting into it. So
0: for those of you that do not know, our oldest daughter, Jordan, um, she turned 10 this past Wednesday and, um, and decided, um, last week that she wanted to get baptized this Sunday. And so. Mm. Her baptism was yesterday, and I was okay for the most part. I did break down a little bit, but that was more of just the song in in general. Great, right. I am during first man. Everybody was singing crazy. They were singing it, and and just the lyrics when we got to that first bridge of right. the mountain shake before right. you, the demons run and mm-hmm. flee. It's like, oh, that just hit me. And, um, thankfully everybody was singing the way they were because I could not. Uh, like I got choked up and had tears Mm -hmm. running down my face. And, but then second service, they brought the kids in before communion. Yeah, they did. And as soon as those doors opened and I saw those kids come in, it was like the, you know, the reality of everything hit me. And it was like, my baby girl's getting baptized. Right. Right. You know, and, and, and it's, you know, bigger than just that. It's just knowing, you know, knowing the decision that she made, knowing that she—it right. was her decision. It wasn't something that we forced on her. We right. actually went through the book with her, taking the plunge mm-hmm. uh, back in November. And I after that was over, she—you know—just sh- she didn't really pursue it. She didn't say, "Okay, I'm ready." Right. So I didn't push it. It was like I don't want this to be my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when I got baptized, I was 13, and I was the one that was asking questions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way. You know, you, you and I've talked. Right, Baptism right. is a personal choice. Exactly. It's something that you can't do for anyone else. No. Except for you and God. Right. And, um, and so we were talking last week about the flood because Jordan has been reading through the Bible with us this year. Okay. And, um, so we were talking about the flood and I was explaining how the flood is, is like baptism. You know, God cleansed the earth. He, you know, brought the rain waters and the entire earth was covered. In water, just as we, when we're baptism, we're completely submerged, and then we come up to new life, and and God brought new life out of that. And so we were talking about that and everything, and and she looked at me and she goes, "Well, I've got a question." I said, "Sure." She said, "When can I get baptized?" And it's like, "Baby, you can get baptized whenever you want, whenever you're ready." She was like, "I'm ready," you know. And so we talked about it a little bit more, and you know, she definitely. Awesome. His understanding. And, and so that's, you know, like yeah, I said, it was awesome. just a blessing. Like I said yesterday, as a father, mm-hmm. um, you know, she can grow up and be a lawyer. She can grow up and be a teacher. She can grow up and be a stay-at-home mom, and and all of that will be great, but – won't compare to the decision that she made yesterday. Exactly. You know, as a father, that, right. that's the most important decision that Biggest she'll
1: ever make. Biggest thing that she'll ever do. Yep. Right. Yeah. And that's, uh, and, and I know that's a young age, uh, because, uh, you know, my granddaughter was baptized back in October. Yeah. She's nine. Right. And, um, you know, you, you, you start looking at that and you're like, wow, there's no, there's really no life behind them, but they're, you have to understand and you have to believe and that's all God says. Right. The rest of it is a process and a journey. Exactly. And that's your process and your journey. And exactly. so um and I lo- I love the fact that and I think that's why God puts people in people's lives mm-hmm. because um you know, no matter where we're at in that process or journey, I mean think about this. Um, you know, you have your process right. and your journey from when you were baptized and the people that are involved in your life and the people that kind of mix with you even today. Exactly. Um, you know, you um, same with me. Um, God brings people into our life and it kind of helps you processes and buffs you and you rethink things. And it's a part of that journey to grow. And so when you look at somebody like, um, you know, Jordan or, you know, Izzy, when she was baptized, there's going to be people in their lives that are going to help. Exactly. Continue right. on that journey, right? And, I, and that's as that's a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. But the biggest part of it is what you said was yesterday when she actually, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, yep. and yeah, I believe, I believe, yeah, that's I awesome. Believe that He died
0: for me. I believe that He rose, and, and exactly.
1: And yeah, and the great thing it was it was a good weekend. I
0: actually baptized a gentleman on Friday
1: morning. Yeah, you get a nickname around here as Brandon the Baptist. So. Hey, the baptizer. The baptizer. <laughs> I, I think that uh, when you know when you stand up from now on, you know they have that slide that comes up and says Brandon Chenault, um, worship creative you know, arts and minister. Grade, I'm going to put Brandon Chenault, the baptizer. <laughs> Does that title come with a pay increase? No, actually, it's a decrease because you know you're just supposed to do that. That's God has just called you. Oh, you, to well, do you that. know John the
0: Baptist. You know he. I must become lesser. He must become greater. Exactly. I, now I get it.
1: Speaking of John the Baptist. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I've been watching The Chosen. We started the other night. And I'm going to tell you something. He doesn't, he doesn't, I don't think he really appears to season two, but they talk about him. But the interaction, I actually went back yesterday, uh, last, last night and watched this interaction between Jesus and John the Baptist sitting on a log by, by a, um, I don't know, pond or, you know, body of water. And, um, it's about a six and a half, seven minute scene, which is absolutely awesome. And they're just talking about things. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you, you get a real sense of, you know, kind of the, the character of Jesus and also the character of John, but the magnitude, you can feel the weight of John's call in that conversation, even though they're, you know, he talked about being born and this is why I was born to aged parents and da, 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 da. But you you feel the weight of his duty, right? Of what right. he's supposed to do, yeah. Uh, with with Jesus, so yeah, it, I think you'll enjoy it. There's some slow parts in it, but it's most of all it's just when they get to the the straight out scripture in Bible, it's probably like none I've ever seen on the screen, right? They 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 nail it. They That's hit, great. Totally hit it out of the park.
0: And, and you and I have talked before. You know, we talked a little bit last week about the chosen as well um here on the podcast. But you know, you and I have talked before of you know, we're both reluctant to watch
1: Christian movies. I am. I'm the first I mean, to admit Christian it, I movies, just don't like to watch one them.
0: thing and, and they can be kind of cheesy. But a biblical Christian movie is for me, it's gotta be on mm-hmm. point or else I'm like eh, I, I tear it apart biblically.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm the same
0: way and I just don't enjoy it. Yeah, and you said and, and I've heard this from multiple people. Todd has watched it and, and I know Anita has watched mm-hmm. it. And, um, and now you've been watching it and you said, you know, it's, it's great. It, it's, when it comes to the scriptures, it sticks. Oh, now they, they embellish some on,
1: on personalities and things like exactly. that. Exactly. But, but you have to. They take liberties on, Connecting the dots for scripture because, you know, you read the Bible and you and I and anybody who's read their Bible numerous times and been a Christian for a long time and you read your Bible, you know that there are parts where you're like, they go from like one verse to the next. You're like, how, there had to be something go on in the middle right. of it. Well, and I was going to say, I think we do that.
0: We, yeah. we naturally in our minds as we, at least I do, as I read the Bible, I give them attributes that maybe the Bible Doesn't right. specifically right. say But it's like okay well I'm kind of reading between the lines Yeah Peter was probably Like this
1: and I think we do that when We're you know speaking I know I do And I know mm-hmm. you've done it mm-hmm. where you know you, you'll you stop And be like well what Jesus is saying Or what this means is this yeah. So you're trying to connect the dots So people yeah. can get a clear picture of that And I think that's exactly what the chosen Has done And and I am One that will watch A movie or a Biblical show. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't believe that's the way it happened. Right, right. And all the ones that I've watched, I've been like, oh, that actually could have happened. yeah. And so, um, at the end of season two, which I don't want to give it up, Jesus is preparing for the Sermon on the Mount. Okay. And this is one of those things where you see Jesus really working it out. It's a couple episodes where he's working out, trying to, he's praying the right words and all. And you know, you don't really, you, you think that Jesus just stood up, did the Sermon on the Mount. Right, right. And, um, but you see him and Matthew out and he's going, you know, he, Jesus is working on this one part where, you know, you're the salt of the earth and the light of the world, Da but he's trying to figure out what to, how to start this out. And that's when it's blessed are you. And, and he goes through that. That is one of the, I ran that back last night and watched that scene because that was just the way the guy who's playing Jesus did it, it was so good. And I was like, "Wow, that you talk about capturing the heart of Jesus, so when Jesus actually um goes to the date of the Sermon on the Mount, and the people have gathered around, um he's getting ready to go on, and there's you know the disciples are back there, and there's a couple people and they, you know they embellish on the story, but here's what they did, which I thought was awesome." I was kind of reclined back when I was watching this and I literally stood up and I was like, no way. And so Jesus is walking through and he didn't stop and meet this person, but, um, uh, Simon Peter had gone up and was introducing somebody to somebody. He's like, what's your name? And he went, well, my name's Judas. I was like, no way. (laughs) Oh, nice. Nice. And I was like, yeah, I could see that happening, you right. know? So, um, but you know, you, you, you look at that and, um, I, I think it's just a really good show. Um, and the, the way they nail the scripture down is just fabulous. And let me put it this way. There's so much garbage on the tube mm-hmm. and so much stuff on the airwaves and we get it on our phones and everything. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't sit down and watch this, right? right? Just, I don't know why.
0: Maybe we'll have to do a sermon series based off of The Chosen, you know, with some clips, you
1: know, you, that's exactly what um I thought about last night. Yeah, yeah we could we because I was it watching clips and I'm like, this would be awesome. Like, do like a summer series or something, The Chosen, and yeah, do the clips. Yeah, that'd be awesome. There you go. We'll reach maybe out I to Dallas, Dallas get...
0: Reynolds and <laughs> exactly Jenkins or Jenkins. Yeah, Dallas Reynolds. I went to
1: school with him. Yeah. <laughs> There's Dallas Willard who I really like. Dallas Willard. He's already in glory. He's so, in glory. You know, yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, yeah maybe Jenkins. I can get like me and you and Todd and yeah, you know. Clinton. Or we could just let Todd do it. Todd's the chosen buff. He truly is. He is. We sang a new song yesterday. What was that?
0: We did. It's called Goodness of God. I'm I'm not a huge fan of Bethel, um, but it's a Bethel song. I I do like some of their music, um, but it's a very, very
1: good song. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I can't remember... The one part that I really liked, it just, I remember we- the bridge? Your goodness is running after, it's running after me? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, I, I, I never have heard it before, actually. Really? That was like my first time okay. I've heard it. And unless you played it for me and I just didn't realize it. I did play it for you last week, I think. Then I've heard it then. But. Anyways. I probably have heard it. Right. But you know, you know, here's the thing with me, and you know this, I'm, I'm not a big Christian music listener. Right. I just don't that's not my first go to, you know. If I'm going to listen to Christian music, I'm going to listen to Hank Williams sing "I I'll Fly Away" or something. But right. Anyway, um, but yeah, and I and I think my friend, um, uh, I think Mike might have showed me that song too. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, now now that we've said that, but I just don't remember ever like right right yeah. But I thought it was really good. I thought the words were really good. It is, and yeah. I, I love verse two. You know, I love your
0: voice. Um, you know, just that that idea of you know. We we can hear from God, you know, right. if we if we choose to, um, but but yeah, it's a it's a very good song. It's really well written, and um, you know, I think that you know we're gonna continue to do it. But I, I felt like the, I felt like the, the congregation sang well. Yeah, I mean for that. But yeah, no verse two says, "I love your voice. You have led me through the fire in darkest night. You are close like no other." Yeah. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. I have lived in the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. And so often I think, you know, we we tend to focus on the negative in our right. lives. We tend to focus right. on the fire and the darkness and all of that. But it's like, you know, God is leading us through that exactly. if we choose to seek that out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's there. He's waiting to lead us through that oh, if 100%. we choose to seek that out. and so But I love a song like that as we come together as the body of Christ because that's what— Worship is about. It's about giving God honor, and when we make it about anything
1: else, we've missed the point. We're going to talk a little bit about that this coming Sunday, Uh, like the church is what, and kind of our expectations and our preconceptions, and everything that goes in that, and even when it comes to worship. You know, it's worship is not about me. It is solely about God. Right. So if I don't know the song, guess what? I can worship. Exactly. I can shut my eyes, focus on the glory of God, and praise him for what he has done. If it's the worst worship song in the entire world and the person has given it up from their heart, Mm -hmm. guess what? I can still worship. Yeah, exactly. I can stand there and I can listen to the words and I can, you know, try not to be distracted. Um, You know, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. We just have to worship. And one of the scenes from The Chosen, Mm -hmm. I was watching – a clip from the woman at the well. Okay. And where Jesus levels down that says, you know, you, you when you worship, it has to be in spirit and in truth. Right. And they have this bantering back and forth. Well, the Jews say it's in Jerusalem with the right. temple. And, right. Uh, we say it's here, da 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 da. And, um, and Jesus is like, well, my father is spirit. Mm-hmm. You have to worship wh- wh- wherever you are. It is such a fabulous that's interaction. Great. That's great. And I was like, my goodness. It gave me chills to watch mm-hmm. it because I'm like, that's it. Yeah. That is one hundred percent it, and um, I loved it. Yeah,
0: and and we've talked before quite a bit, quite extensively. Um, you know, obviously worship is one of my big passions, but I think we have have missed the boat on worship. for We in the American church—I'm using air quotes right now—the American church. He literally is using have, air quotes. We have created um, just this. I don't even know what the what the right term is but we have skewed what worship really is. Right. And and we've really missed the boat because we've created worship to be something that that it's not. We've created it to be music and this, you know, 30 40 minutes of a service that we go to every week when in reality if you read the scriptures, worship is a lifestyle. You know, we've talked about Romans 12:1. Offer right. your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of right. worship. And um and so when we can understand that, then we realize that, man, I'm worshiping throughout the week. And then I come together with other believers, with the right. body of Christ, and I get to worship corporately. And it still is all about God. I saw a post on Facebook there a couple of days ago from someone and not from anyone around here. But um, but it said something like um, something to the effect of, you know, we need to sing more of the old hymns because they're they're founded in um, in biblical truth, and these modern worship songs aren't. Now I'm paraphrasing, but it was something to that effect. And I I did not comment. It took everything. It's not someone that I'm really. You know, I, a lot of those hymns do, are not are not theologically sound. Well, they're not theologically sound. A lot, a lot of, of hymns were written musically to bar tunes because that's what people knew. And so they, they would sing them. And, um, and a lot of the worship songs nowadays that are being written are coming straight out of the Bible. Right. You know, they and we sing quite a bit. And, and we've got some songs that we sing that have kind of taken some of the older hymns and morphed them into newer songs. And they've kind of.
1: And that's always good. I think it uh, is good. That's it good. is. And, you know, I've had people tell me they're like, um, you know, well, we've seen the same phrase over and over again. I said, as opposed to singing six verses of bringing in the sheaves right. and we got to sing the chorus seven times. Right. What's the difference? Right. Except you're singing it seven different times instead of seven times in a row. Right. I'm like, it, it, it is just what it is. I'm like, uh, and I think people would have worship has become about them. Right. So now guess what? You're no longer worshiping God. You think you're worshiping right. God. Right. But you're not worshiping God because you're worshiping what you're worshiping a. You know, a tradition or you're worshiping a style or that. So guess what? Now, what you're worshiping is idol worship. It's idolatry. You're worshiping anything but God. That is satanic and you have been deceived
0: by Satan. And and we've talked a lot and and, and I've talked extensively with my worship team as you know, we sing songs that are both vertical and horizontal. And so horizontal songs that we sing are going to be songs like we're singing, um, I think, maybe even this weekend. Verticals, right. Yeah, vertical. Yeah. Or, no, verticals vertical, yeah, up and yeah, down. Yeah, and yeah, horizontal yeah. is, you know, across. I think of the horizon yeah. when I think of horizontal. Stop
1: using those big words so early.
0: I know. Sorry. Um, but anyway, so like a, a horizontal song is one that we sing like all the people said amen. And that's songs that we're kind of singing to each other. And we're encouraging each other with right. that. You know, you are not alone when you are lonely. You, you know, and all the people said amen. Um, mm-hmm. a, a vertical song is songs that we're singing to God. Right. And, and for me as a worship leader, I strive to sing, I don't know, 90, 95% vertical songs because that's what worship really is. I think it's, it's valid sometimes to sing to each other and remind each other mm-hmm. of God's goodness and God's holiness and, and all of that. But worship is, is vertical. Mm-hmm. And so, even as we're together, as we sing songs, you know, of God, you're so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually just thinking about that song. You know, and we're singing that not to you. I'm not singing that to Craig. I'm not singing that to anybody around me, but I'm singing God, you're so good. Right. Exactly. And so, you know, those vertical songs, whether it was written yesterday, mm-hmm. 500 years ago, um, or whatever, you know people talk about well, the Bible says, you know, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs and you know and they've they've categorized hymns as older songs. Well, guess what? That's not what the Bible was talking about, right? Because the Bible had a different set of hymns that right. they were they would have been singing. A hymn, if you look it up by definition, is a song or a, it's a song that is written or sung to give praise to God, right. So essentially every song we sing is a hymn
1: mm-hmm.
0: by definition. And so, you're, you're absolutely right. Whenever we make it about anything like that, stylistically, um, lyrically, as long as, now there are some songs out there, as a worship minister, I will not sing, because I think theologically they are flawed. And so, as long as a song is theologically sound, is that too big of a word for you?
1: No, I'm, I'm starting to warm up now. Okay. I yeah. still got my coat so on so there.
0: Lo- you are. You, it's chill, it's, kind it's kind of in chilly here. in here. Yeah. Um, but as long as a, song is biblically sound theologically sound then it can be sung to the glory of god now i, I think feel like i'm
1: at dallas theological seminary i'm just kind of zoning now right I'm okay <laughs> okay
0: we're, we're gonna move on because <laughs> craig's done <laughs> no but you know the, that for me as a worship minister that's the exactly. most important thing exactly because i don't want to sing a song that is biblically inaccurate exactly and yeah. so as long as it's biblically accurate whether it was written 500 years ago or five minutes ago
1: and it gives god honor mm-hmm. that's all that matters yeah, and that's that's really all that it matters, you know, it's everything about um everything about worship. Um that you do in the worship hour is about worshiping God. Exactly. Whether you are singing, whether you are praying, whether you're listening to the scripture, whether you are giving money, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever yeah. it's all about you're doing this. If you give your money at church out of an obligation, I have to do this. Right. Um, this is expected of me. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You might as well just keep it. Exactly. And um, because you're supposed to give it from your heart, heart. it yeah. is a literal act of worship. Yeah. And that goes for the fact that you know, not just that you're in here in this building or any other building. Right. It's right. When you're riding in your car and you go to help somebody, if you do it begrudgingly, don't do it. Right. You're not getting any brownie points for it. But if you're doing it out as an act of worship, out of what God has done for you, right. you're literally going to help somebody get buy gas and food. And that's that can be worshiped exactly, exactly. And um, so I, you know, when I look at this building that sets out here on Civvy Road, it's just a building, yep. it is a literal building. And um, you know, we have a few people smattered throughout it today, but we're all doing jobs and working and we're mm-hmm. not worshiping or anything. But I'll tell you, when this becomes the house of God, mm-hmm. is when we come here in prayer and worship, exactly. So, tomorrow night. Put a plug in for prayer. Six night. o'clock tomorrow, tomorrow night at six o'clock. This literally will become the house of God right. and the house of prayer. Right. When we walk out of here at seven or seven fifteen or seven thirty that night, it's just a building. Right. But for the next for an hour or hour and fifteen minutes, it literally becomes a house of prayer. Yep. And that's what it has. To, that's and when we walk out of here, because that's the spirit of God coming. Exactly. When we walk out of here, the house of God. Goes it in leaves. different directions. It goes down Civy Road and now Route Four yep. into Marysville, Delaware, wherever we go. Yeah, yep. and that's what I said yesterday too. We we
0: sang at the very end "House of the Lord" by Phil Wickham, and he wrote that song, you know, through the pandemic when people and churches weren't meeting and everything. Of saying, you know, we are the house of the Lord, mm-hmm. and there's joy in the house of the Lord. So wherever we are, we can be joyful, uh, of realizing that you know we are the temple. You know, yeah. it's not a building. How old is he? Like fifty? Phil? Yeah, forty. Uh, he's probably pushing my. I mean, he's my age, a little older. Okay. In his late thirties, maybe. He's he's, he's maybe, looks maybe older, doesn't he? He's maybe forty. You think he looks older, doesn't he?
1: Mm, a yeah, am I thinking bit. of the right guy?
0: What, what's his hair color? Black. You're I'm thinking. thinking of the... You're thinking of Matt Oh, uh, Okay. Now, Matt Marr is not as old as you would think he is. Okay. Matt Marr is straight gray, and he's maybe 43, 45, somewhere in there. Okay, but. I, yeah, like I think that's who I'm thinking I like of. Matt Marr a lot.
1: Okay, I know who Phil Wilkham is. The hair sweep. down. The hair sweep down. I'm going to grow my hair nose. like that. Okay, go for it. I'm going
0: I'm to make the change. Guarantee you won't. Game one. Okay. Game on. But you know what you were talking about. <laughs> I'll I come back to this real quick, and then we've kind of went off on a tangent. We we did not have
1: any intentions to talk about worship today, but here we are. We never have any intentions except for one thing and talk about yesterday, and we always we'll – we'll get, get there. We never know what's going we'll on. We'll get there. So – um
0: But I love what you said of everything we do during the hour, hour and 10 minutes that we're here on a Sunday morning is worship. One of my favorite things to experience on a Sunday morning of worship is before service even starts. There are times when I stand up and I I go to welcome everyone, and I don't want to because people are having conversations, and they're laughing, and they're fellowshipping, and and I can just hear the joy, and it's like I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt this. Right, right. You know, because God's being praised. Sometimes they won't let you, they just keep talking. Sometimes they keep talking. Yeah, First right. service was like, hey, we're going to keep talking. <laughs> you know, they were, they're more awake and that's, that's good. They are. That second service is,
1: well, we won't go down there. there. Anyways, yeah.
0: So, but no, that's, that's probably one of my favorite ways yeah. to experience worship is just to see people, mm-hmm. you know,
1: just excited to, to see each other and having conversations. Exactly. And, exactly. Oh, and then, um, yesterday we, this, we started off, the song we kicked it off with yesterday was, um, help me out here. The very first song. Yeah. Glorious day. Glorious day. So, um, I didn't know we were doing that. Okay. And I, you'd never showed me what we were right. singing prior to that. So Friday. Um, I was listening to my buddy Mike Allen and we've Mm. had Mike on the podcast back in May and he's a worship leader down at Southland Christian Church in Lexington. I was watching something and the first thing I pulled up on Friday was Glorious Day. Okay. And, um, I was thinking, man, I got to get Brandon to do this song because we, we, it's been a long time since it's been a while and this is an awesome song. You and my wife, Allie's always like, we got to do Glorious Day. No lie. And I was actually, you know what, that would have been an awesome song to do for Sunday. And I was like, I can't, I'm not going to have him switch that. So. Right. When I came in and I saw that on the sheet, I was like, no way. <laughs> okay, I'm going to, I'm going to have a confession time just for a second and then we're going to get off of this and I'm going to move on. When I got to church yesterday, I was not in the greatest mood. And I don't know really? why. I, don't know I if didn't was, notice. <laughs> I, said, no, I don't kidding. know if I was cold. <laughs> I don't know if I was just trying to get back to the grind. I just, I, I don't know what it was. And it was, that was on me and I felt absolutely horrible mm-hmm. about feeling like that. I mean, I even told you, I said, yep. I'm in a terrible mood yeah. today. And, um, but I, um, I went off by myself. I actually went back into the back room by the uh, baptistry steps. You know where the where that is, and just prayed and um, just asked God to, you know, change my heart and change mm-hmm. my attitude. This is not what I want to do. And um, and I, you know, I you, you when I tell you this, you're going to believe me. But um, by the time I was walking out the door, uh, to go back, you know, to mm-hmm. go back into the sanctuary, I was totally changed. Yeah. It was like night to day walking in there. I really did. Know, I did. I felt the Holy Spirit um, yeah. with me, and, and that was good. And then, um so yesterday after Jordan, his daughter was baptized. um I came up and hugged him uh, on the stage, and I was just like, "Oh," I said, "I am in such a good mood a right good mood now." now. <laughs> you know, and and that's that's just a great
0: a great reminder is we're not always gonna be in a good mood. Exactly. But we can still worship God even when we're not in a good mood of, you know, taking that moment of realizing it. Exactly. That's the first thing of saying, okay, God, I'm not right right now. Change my heart. Exactly. Make me new. You know, you've given me your Holy Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to just work in me mm-hmm. in a way that only he can. And, exactly. and And that's what it takes sometimes of just that recognition mm-hmm. of saying, you know what? I'm in a funk. And, right. And I've got a I got to work through this, but I, I don't have to do
1: it alone because God's given me a gift. Well, and, and it's and it's, it, I think all of us, especially um, over the last what almost two years, yeah, um, it's easy to get in a funk. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, big time, just with everything that's going on. But um, so there you go, guys. I um, hope we didn't uh, bore you too much with the worship. And we never know what we're getting into when we sit down and talk. We literally never discuss anything, do we? We just, we just nope. sit down and, we just sit in and he looks like, at me go. or he's like, you ready? And he'll be like, here we go. Pretty
0: sure I took <laughs> off today. You were still laughing about something. I was,
1: <laughs> but I thought yesterday was a, a good day and we started a new series called Take a Stand. And, um, I just think it's really important that we literally take a stand in this day and age that we live in. And right. we need to know why we're taking a stand and what we're taking a stand on. So I started off yesterday talking about, you know, God is what and because we have to, we have to take our stand on God and his word. Right. If we don't, then I don't know what we're taking our stand on. Mm-hmm. We're just like every other, what do you call it, social justice movement, like right. Black Lives Matter or, you know, some other company or some company that has gone woke, which is we're taking a stand on everything but God. And as a follower of Jesus Christ and as his disciple, we have got to take a stand yep. on God in his word. And so I started off with the scripture in 1 Corinthians 16, 13. And I love this where it says, Be on guard, and I think that's a great mm-hmm. warning for us today. Stand firm in the faith and be courageous. Right. And if there is what is that? Six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 words that we need to hear every single day as a follower of Christ in twenty twenty two, that's it. Be on guard, stand firm in the faith and be courageous. Mm-hmm. I mean that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. And uh that's uh again, first Corinthians sixteen, thirteen. Um
0: well, in that just the idea of, of that verse too is I'm not waiting. I'm not reactionary. Yeah. I'm not waiting for something to happen and then well, I react to it. No, right. it says be on guard. You know, I think of right now basketball seasons, you know, taking place and I think of, you know, a basketball team that's on defense. What are they doing? They're in, they're in the stance. Right. They're, they're ready. They're moving left. They're moving right. They're exactly. making sure that nothing gets by them. They're not waiting. And then going in behind the guy, trying to block him from behind. Right. You know, right. They're not reactionary. They're right. on guard. They're trying to stop it before it happens. Right. And that's what we have to do as well of exactly. Be on guard. I heard,
1: um, do you, you know who Kurt Schilling is? Yes. He's pitched pitcher. for the Phillies and, and yep. the Red Sox. Yeah. And, um, they had I, the sock incident. Exactly. Yes. You know, he's outspoken. He's very outspoken. Okay. And, um, I actually, I don't know if he's, um, like a Christian mm-hmm. or whatever, but I heard him talking on MLB, which kind of shocked me because Major League Baseball has kind of like, he's been so outspoken. If you're outspoken against the, the, the culture, yep. they X you out. Yep. But I heard him talking, mm-hmm. um, on, uh, I think it was Thursday or Friday. And, um, he was talking about, um, that our culture is always on the defense. Mm-hmm. And that you have to go on the offense. Yeah. If you can play defense, but if you don't go on the offense, you're never going to win any ball games. right? And he said the American people, and he said the world have stopped going on the offense because we feel they they try to keep you from the world tries to keep you from doing that. And then he said, I really believe it's a ploy of Satan. Oh wow. To keep us from going on the and that's all he said. Wow. And so I got thinking, and I tried to look at is he a Christian? I'm like, is he a believer? But um they they had a couple then he went on and talked about a couple other things, but when he said that the world's trying to keep everyone from going on the offense, that is a ploy of Satan. And I was like, Wow, that is super, super good. Uh, I just never I just never thought that would come from him. But I was I was amazed. For sure. That's great. Yeah now I'm looking up to see if he's a Christian. Yeah, right. Um I like the uh, quote from James McDonald. I'm going to share this. I did it yesterday. It says, when it comes to God, it's often our experiences, both good and bad, that forms our beliefs in God and His kingdom. And because of this, we are left with beliefs that are not built upon the Word of God. And I love that because He is talking about, you know, sort of what we were talking about when it comes to worship. Um, it's not about your experiences, good and bad. It's not about what you think God is, but it's actually who is God. And what does God's word say? And so I really love that quote because our our belief system has to be built upon and solely on God and the truth of his word. And if it's not, then who's off base? You are. Or me. So it's got to be built on that.
0: So did you find him? I did. Kurt Schilling is a born-again Christian. There you go. And that is on... Wikipedia. Well, so. then if it's Wikipedia, you know it's gotta be true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. No, but there are some other, other things that he, where he talks about his faith. So
1: there you go. Awesome. That is awesome. So yeah, we were, yesterday I was trying to break down the fact of, God is what that we fill in the 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 right. what of God with everything and i kind of went through some examples of some of the things that we fill in the what of God that god is mean god is angry god is mm-hmm. um, this god is whatever else and we do that all the time to where we are not really looking at really who god is right right and so because we use my experiences both good and bad to fill in the blanks and so um you know i i think sometimes um you know You know, when we hear the truth of God, it really is hard. I mean, I don't know for you. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when I hear the truth Mm -hmm. of God and I'm not quite right, yeah, it will make me angry. Right. And um, you know, sometimes I do want to shoot the messenger. Right. You know, and uh, but it makes me angry because I'm convicted. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the truth of God is loving, and sometimes it's very. Convicting yeah. And sometimes when you are um, When you hear that um, You're not sure what to do right? But if you're walking in God You know what to do mm-hmm. And so um, I think part of being a, a true born again believer Is what am I, I going to do with the truth of God's word And who is yeah. God yeah. And am I going to follow God because You know Of what he's done mm-hmm. And what he has showed me So, Yeah,
0: yeah And then you kind of get into the section of why right um and and you've got some some great reminders here one of the things that i told jordan today before she got out of the the car before i dropped her off at school i said hey remember that you've got something with you today that you didn't have on friday and and christian goes what's that i said the holy spirit and christian goes
1: Oh yeah! Like he got excited <laughs>
0: for her, and it's like, and and, and he's awesome. and he's ready to get baptized right, himself, right. and and he asked as well, and it's like, well, let's just. Hold off a little longer, and he's yeah. eight. But I mean, honestly, when it comes to knowledge and knowledge of the Bible and all of that, he's there. He he knows. Um, but I just his excitement, for yeah, her exactly, was just amazing. And, and so you've got Romans eight fourteen here for all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. Mm-hmm. Um, John sixteen thirteen. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Right. And and so as Christ followers. You know We have the Holy Spirit that is helping to guide us right? Um, and helping to fill in that dot, dot, dot of right. God is
1: what. what. Well, you know, the thing about it is, and um, I want to interrupt you here but just You're a good. second. Well, um, society wants you to run off your feelings and your emotions and exactly. your fears, your worries, and your anxieties. And it's easy to do that. So easy to do that. So – you know, you telling Jordan, you know, you've got something you didn't have Friday with. You've got the power, power of God's Holy Spirit mm-hmm. living inside of you. And, and, and when I always picture the power of God's Holy Spirit living inside of me, what I try to picture in my mind when I'm, when I really need to dig down deep and tap into the Spirit, people are like, what do you mean by tapping into the Spirit of God? Here's what I mean for me. The, uh, sometimes I get off by myself and picture what I picture the tomb of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and I picture the lifeless body of Jesus Christ in that tomb and the spirit of God literally coming into that tomb and putting Jesus on his feet and that um, stone being rolled away and Jesus walking out, that's me tapping into the power yep. of God's Holy Spirit. Yep. That's the same spirit that was in that tomb that's in me. And you know what? I can do this. Yep. I can literally do this today. Now, it may not be easy, but I can do it. Exactly. And so that's when somebody says, what do you mean by tapping into right. the spirit? Well, now you know. That's how I tap into the Holy Spirit of God. Right exactly. There, so. And, and kind of following up on that, you read the, the quote from, from our
0: good buddy. Vadi. Vadi Bacham. We are led by this, the, we are led, we are to be led. Let me start that over.
1: Go for it, Vadi. See if
0: I can't uh, botch this up. <laughs> like Clint doing announcements. Goodness. <laughs> We are to be led by the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Never in Scripture are we told to be led by our feelings or emotions because those will deceive you every single time. Amen. It's good stuff. 100%. And then, then Mark Batterson, in today's world, we create our own narrative around God to understand the parts God the parts of God that we can't understand. It's a way to relieve the tensions that our experiences bring.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, we try to make God, um, and Anita brought this up yesterday on the way home from church is we really do try to make God like us. Yes. We try to make God like human. Like, you know, and I think it's, I think it's, I do, you know, taking an, um, uh, quote from Kurt Schilling, I think it's a ploy of Satan. Exactly. That we try to make God like us and he's no longer God. So when we go through something bad, for instance, God forbid that somebody in our family should die this week. You know what right. I mean? God forbid right. it. But l- let me just say this. Is God still powerful and in control? Mm-hmm. He is. is. Does that take away from my hurt and my pain? Absolutely not. But right. here's the thing: I could actually go down the road and think God has lost His power and God is no longer in control because somebody died that I absolutely love. Right. And so, you know, I, I have to continue to 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 look at the power of God and that God truly is mm-hmm. still in control. Exactly. Of, of everything yep. and even my own personal things, um, of life. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, I, it, it's kind of a, it's kind of one of those subjects where, where you try to break down the, you know, God is what, and try to get everybody looking at a certain point mm-hmm. because I'll guarantee you, you know, of all the people that were in both services yesterday, everybody has their own view of who God is right. and whether they admit it or not, but they do. And so the point of yesterday was trying to get us to look at really who God is. Yes. And He is just this. Yep. So it was I don't know
0: why and I do know why it was it was God and, and the Holy Spirit, but you know, just prompted Jordan to get baptized yesterday. Right. Um, but man, a lot of these scriptures just went hand in hand right. with baptism and right. what God has right. called us to do of <laughs> right. of following Him and taking that step of baptism and, and right. coming up out of the water, dying to our old self, and being. Born a new creation. You read you know, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Yeah. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Right. The old person is gone. Behold, right. a new person has right. come. And that's kind of a mix of like three different versions there. Yeah. But um, BSV. <clears throat> that's right, BSV. But you read Galatians 2.20. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It's we don't verse. live by trusting... What Brandon can do. No. We don't live by trusting what Craig can do no. or somebody else or the government or no. our parents or what, I mean, yes, we have to trust our parents, but, right, right. but we trust Jesus Christ. Exactly.
1: Because he loved us. He came to the earth. Exactly. He died for us. Exactly. Um, and I, and I used that verse, um, yesterday talking about, you know, we try to make God more understandable and more, to meet our like put him in a box we, we try to put him in a box we try to make him more human exactly and I'm gonna and I told people there are things about God in the Bible you're never going to understand and, and I and I think I went through on both services because sometimes I don't do it in both services right. but I think I did where I talked about I I don't understand things I, I still can't fully comprehend how a person comes to believe in Jesus Christ I can't I I It's hard for me to realize that if you confess Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and you, um, you know, you're baptized, you get the Holy Spirit, that your life can change from one moment to the next, and you're no longer going to hell, but you're going to heaven. Right. Can I be honest with you? That makes zero sense to me. Right. From a human understanding, that makes zero sense to me. But God doesn't say, Craig, you need to make sense of this. You just need to believe this is true. Right. And if you believe it with all your heart, guess what? That's what it is. Yeah. And so – i have chosen in my life and i mean this from the bottom of my heart to believe that and i believe that 100 percent to be true even though i cannot right. really from my standpoint tell you how to connect the dots right i just know what god's word says right and that's what i do yep so but yeah it's uh i uh i read Romans five eight i'm and i know you you mentioned this yesterday too, um, you know at one point, but uh, I love this one God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners and and i i I think one of the things that I asked people before I read that was um, you know I've asked people questions like, "How do you know God loves you?" And people say, "Well, I know it, or I feel it, or whatever." And I'm like, "That's pretty much a lousy answer." Right? How you know God loves you is that He told you. Yeah. And He told you actually Romans chapter five verse eight. He also told us in First John four ten, "This is real love, not that we love God, but that He loved us." Mm-hmm. And uh, John three sixteen, "For God so loved the world, yep. for God loved you." There are numerous scriptures throughout the Bible. I mean, all you gotta do is Google "God loves you," yeah, or "How do I know God loves me?" You'll get thirty or forty scriptures. Yep. Where God's telling you, he, he tells you, I love you.
0: Yes. So that's how I know God loves me. You, you were talking about that first service and, and all I could hear in my head was, Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible tells me so. Know. You know, and, and, and that's such a simple song that we learn. Exactly. But it's absolutely a hundred percent true.
1: Exactly. That's
0: how we know that God, you know, for, you know, God showed his great love for us, you know. Exactly.
1: And, and I talked a little bit yesterday about, you know, God, people fill in the, the what of God by, you know, you know, we talked about the question, why? Yeah. You know, right. Why, God, did you do this? Why is this happening to mm-hmm. me? Why would you let this do me do this to me? Or, God, if you really loved me, then you wouldn't have let this happen or this person wouldn't have died or I wouldn't have gotten cancer or my marriage wouldn't. Have, why, God, I if you loved me. And so um I read a verse yesterday and I almost didn't do this, but I thought I need to do this because I think this is important. And um, because I, I said, uh, we're always trying to make God more like us and more understandable. But I read Exodus chapter 20, verse 7, where it says, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Mm-hmm. And so I told everybody, I was like, well, we hear the third commandment, we automatically going to a cuss word, right? You take God's name or Jesus's name as a cuss word, and we leave it at that. But it goes a little bit. Deeper and that is I mean that. that is taking the Lord's name in vain too. It is. But what it you is. were just
0: saying is absolutely taking the Lord's name in vain as well. Of, exactly. You know, God, why would you allow this to exactly. happen? To God, why, like, you know, why couldn't you?
1: Exactly. You know, well, he could. Exactly.
0: You know, it's not our role to ask why in those moments. It's exactly. our role to trust him of saying God's still in control.
1: Exactly. So I tried to explain You know, taking God's name, we all know what that is. And then taking the other part, what you just said, Mm -hmm. when we said that that is a misconception of God. And so that's actually, we're lying about God or that's, we're twisting what God said. I think yesterday, I don't know if I did it in both services, but I was like, how come when we stub our toe or we're, (laughs) you know, something happens, we use the name of God? I said, nobody ever yells out, Oh, Buddha or whatever, but I think um, you did do that in both services because I did second service actually laughed. They did. Yeah. They were actually awake. Right. Yeah. So, I um and and it's true. And so whether you're taking God's name in vain or whether you're making a misstatement about God, that is taking God's name yep. in vain. Yeah. So cuss word or, you know, twisting twisting the truth. Yep. Um a verse that I absolutely love, um because I said, um what we need to do is go from asking the question why and just God, I'm gonna trust you. I mean I never never know why. This is going on, but I trust, but the, trust you. I yeah. trust in you and your goodness. And so I read Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7, and, I mean, who, who doesn't love this verse? I mean, it this is, is great, fabulous. Yeah. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Not some of your heart, mm-hmm. not when things are going well. So I read this. Here's how I read this for me personally. Trust in the Lord when things are going crappy. Yep. Trust in the Lord when you lose somebody that you love. Mm-hmm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart when you don't understand things. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all that you do, and he will show you which path to take. Do not be impressed with your own wisdom. And I think that's huge in 2022 mm-hmm. yep. for this world. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Awesome. Let's pray. No.
0: Thanks for joining us
1: on Grounded. grounded. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, that's exactly. great
0: stuff. And just a wonderful reminder, you know, I love that, you know, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Exactly. You know, and, and, and you said, you know, definitely the, the world needs to hear that, but there are times where I need to hear that. Exactly. Cause there are times where I try to, to take over for God. It's like, okay, I got this God.
1: You exactly. know, I'll let
0: you know when I need you. It's like, exactly. no, I
1: always need, need God. Exactly. I, I, a verse, um, I know we're getting uh, about the hour mark here, getting close to it, but um I love what Jesus tells his disciples in Matthew 16, verses 24 and 25, and this is awesome. He said, Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you're going to lose it, but if you give up your life for my sake, you're going to find it, and, and or you're going to save it. And, and I absolutely love that verse because... You know, if you want to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Your stuff. Yeah. How hard is that? That is tough. I mean, how hard is that for you? Mm-hmm. It's hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's attitude. That's yeah. my attitude yesterday. Right. When I came to church and I was in a bad mood. You know what? I literally wanted to hang on to that. Right. I don't know why. Sometimes it feels good to be in a, a grumpy mood. Sometimes it does. And so when I went in the back room, I'm literally leaning upon God and I'm asking him to take that. <laughs> yeah. Fill me with something other than me, right? You know, well, I mean, and and and
0: this is this is what we have to understand that that the process. You talked about that earlier. You know, just when because you're baptized doesn't right. mean that from there on everything's smooth sailing. It's all good. It is a process, exactly. And, and every single day we wake up striving to to be that new creation. Here it is again. I mentioned it earlier, but Second Corinthians five seventeen. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Awesome. Passive. And that's not just a one time I'm baptized. Okay. Right. Bang. I'm good. No, there are some times where you wake up and you're in a bad mood and you have to go in the back and you have to pray. Okay, exactly. God, make me a new
1: creation right now. Right. Help me to get through this. Right. You know, by your power. Exactly. And 100%. Um, so finally, here's what I came down with. You know, God is what? God. God is God. Yeah. And that's it. And I read Deuteronomy 7, 9. Understand, therefore, that the Lord your God is indeed God. He is the faithful God who keeps his commandments to a thousand generations, lavishes us with unfailing love on those who love him and obey his commands. Amen. That's an awesome verse. It is. That is it an is. awesome verse. So we always got to come back to God is just literally God. Yep. And – um So I, uh, I, I, um, I thought that was a good way to kick things off for the first of the year because, you know, to get us on the same page of who God is and where our starting point is. Next week, I'm going to use the same theme. And then after that, I won't, but I'm going to stick to the same thing of God, uh, the church is what? what, right? And, um, and then the third week. Um, or it's actually the fourth week of the month. We're going to talk about when Elijah goes against, um, the prophets of exactly. And we're going to talk about what's it look like when you're standing all by yourself, Hmm. when you're standing, when you, when you take a stand and you're the only one standing alone. Right. What's that look like? And he gives us an awesome, awesome, um, you know, example of what that looks like because, that guy was on his own right i mean yeah. it was like at one time it was 451 and then it went to 850 to 1 right that's a lot the odds are in not his favor so. but they were exactly because he had God on his side and they exactly. didn't exactly and they, they i love were, that <laughs> i love that account i do too it's awesome but uh, and, and, got, and at one point he's even like mocking them i love it yeah i love it so that's going to be the fourth sunday of the month and i'm not quite sure what the fifth Sunday is going to look like. I'm still working on it. I've thought about um, how do we know God's will for our life? Because mm. I think all these things are absolutely—they um, almost seem simple, but they're always they're imperative for us, especially in the day that we're living in. And because I, I believe we're in the last right. days, mm-hmm. and so really, what is God's will for us? Because right. I mean, I've had people say, "Well, how do I know God? How, how do I how do I know what God wants me to do?" Right. So, how? Right. So, I'm hopefully, um, I'm actually working on that. So, it's probably going to be the fifth Sunday of the month. So. Gotcha. Good deal. Yeah. I'll try to get that done this week. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> I'm sure you would. <laughs> so, we have prayer night tomorrow. We've already mentioned that yeah. at six o'clock. That is on, um, Tuesday, January the um, 11th. 11th. It's a big six day tomorrow. O'clock? Is it? Yeah. It's my dad's birthday.
0: Is it really? Happy
1: birthday, dad. Is he the, he, he's a big six o. Really? Big 60 do You know it's a shame that he's not here because man we could have celebrated at the Der Dutchman. He could have taken you out to Der Dutchman. He could have taken me out to Der Dutchman. I tell you that birthday meal be right? well for him. I had Der Dutchman on Friday night. I know. Thanks for the invite.
0: Hey, you're welcome. Yeah, we went and celebrated
1: Jordan's birthday. I've had soup and salad. See, I if I'm going to the Der Dutchman, I eat soup and salad at home. I can I can do it right? but I don't get that chicken at home. Oh yeah.
0: Chicken is awesome. Their chicken's good. It's broiled, too. It is broiled. It's good. It's a good broil, though. It is. It's very good. It is. It's uh, not so yeah. fully paleo, but yeah, not fully caveman. It's, cave, it's man.
1: fine, though. Yeah. It's good. It'll work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, tomorrow night is prayer night. Looking forward to it. We've kind of termed this good uh, good old-fashioned prayer night where we just come in with prayer requests and pray, and if we're here 20 minutes, we're the house of prayer. If we're here an hour and 20 minutes, a house of prayer for an hour and 20 minutes. That's so right. That, that that'll be good. Um, we're... Uh, continuing on with our series on uh, sunday with uh take a stand and mm-hmm. you know, we have several things that are that are coming up i know the young at heart have a, a chili cook off mm-hmm. that is um is that january the um, i'm not sure what night second or something like that yeah i'm not sure but I know that's coming up. So if you have any questions on that, make sure you uh, seek out uh, Glenn and Lisa, you know Smith, and they yeah. have they have all the information on that. Yep. What else is going? Common goal? Threads kicking back
0: off. Common Threads. Um, not sure exact date on that, but you can go to their Facebook page and um and find out all the information you need for that. We've got the um, aging parents seminar that begins on, on the last Sunday of the Sunday month, Sunday, January the thirtieth, from four to five thirty. Yep, and that will be three consecutive weeks in a row. Yep. Um, so the last Sunday of January and the first two in February. Yep. Um Have not advertised it yet, but we are going to be having a night of worship on February the 13th. That is a Sunday evening at 6 okay. o'clock. And um, kind of the whole basis of that is what we just talked about a little bit ago of God's love. Exactly. It's kind of cheesy, a little cheesy right there around Valentine's Day. But, you know, I think people go crazy. We don't do a lot for Valentine's Day. Allie and I don't. Um Mainly because Allie gets Allie, Allie gets toasted Because her birthday is the day after Valentine's Day That's so. right But you know, in our household,
1: for Anita Every day is Valentine's Day I will ask her about
0: that okay. I will ask her about that um, uh, But anyway, so yeah, we're going to do a night of worship Exactly, <laughs> don't ask her um, We're going to do a night of worship And we're, and we're really going to focus on God's love I think the world goes crazy And it's a ploy to to make money on flowers and candies And all of that stuff, cards and everything else But, you know Every single day, we should be reminded of God's love for us. So we're gonna hopefully be reminded of that. Will we have a little ch- Dove chocolates as you
1: as we enter? We'll leave. see. That Dove Choc- chocolates are my favorite. Yeah, they are good. Um, and you know, dark chocolate is it's paleo. paleo. It's, it it is. It is. Cavemen ate Dove chocolate. Apparently, apparently, they created it. So, yeah, the, uh, back to the night of prayer. Yeah. Night of worship. That'll, that'll be really good. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I think that's a good, a good thing to do. The, uh, I wanted to, uh, the young at heart is Saturday, January the 22nd at five o'clock. So I just pulled it up. Gotcha. Uh, women's movie night. Women's movie night coming up on January the 21st. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's, that's a Friday. They start uh, gathering about six o'clock and with snacks and whatever. And then at six thirty, they're going to start the movie God is not dead. We the people. So there you go. If you want to join that upward basketball season has officially basketball started basketball practices season. have started
0: mm-hmm. and
1: um, games start this coming week. So that's that's exciting. It is exciting. And, um, you know, I, I don't know if I mentioned this. We didn't mention this at the beginning. I know we talked about it when I when we. Saw each other today But um, if it's, you were not here yesterday morning And you did not get a chance to view um, The RCC Home Church um, Go ahead and do that If you get the time We'd love to have you join us on that But I uh, showed a couple pictures yesterday When I got up And it was of the great <laughs> Todd Norton. <Norquist. laughs> I was wondering where he were going with exactly. this Exactly And um, Clint Matlack took a picture of Todd On Christmas Eve Going over scriptures up front And it was very stoic Stoic in general like It was like he yeah. was getting ready To storm the beaches of Normandy and um, so I showed him a picture, uh, showed that picture of him, and then I told everybody, "Like, okay, get ready, here it comes." And the next picture was Sean Connery. Those two, Sean Connery, could be brothers. They could be. They could be brothers. Todd doesn't have the accent, but he does not have the accent, but he's got the whole look. Yes, he's got the beard, the eyebrows, the yeah. It's impressive. It is impressive. It's impressive. Who
0: do I? Never mind. Now, don't don't tell me who I look like. Okay. Okay. Good. Now he'll think about that. You'll hear that next week. Next hey, Sunday i will figure hey, it, it out.
1: Brandon And then hear, I, it, you'll be like, no, all right? <laughs> so yeah. Anything else? No. It a Good think, day uh, yesterday. Yeah, it was good day. Good Looking day for forward. you guys and your family. Yeah, too. we're
0: we're excited. So just continuing to to pour into all three of our kiddos, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's just excited about Jordan reading the Bible with us and. And wanting to make that a priority in her right. life, and so you know, at ten years old, that's a, that's a big priority. You know, to think, I yeah, I hadn't read through the Bible at ten years old. Exactly, so. exactly. That's good. That's really good, though. It awesome. is. It is. So, and for those of you listening, if you have any questions about baptism, haven't taken that next step um, in your life to, you know, accept Jesus as your Savior um, and be baptized into him, um, maybe you have made that decision of, yeah, I, I've accepted, you know, Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but you haven't taken that next step of baptism, um, we would love to to be able to sit down and talk with you about yep. that and and biblically talk about why we believe that, you know, baptism is is important. And we have um, Brandon essential. the bap- Baptizer. Brandon here. So the Baptist. We call him. he an appointment and he'll, he will get you done. That's, let, let me know in advance and we'll turn the, the heater on in the baptismal That so would it's, probably it's warm. be good. Yes, yes, yeah. But no, that's a, that's a good point. Glad you brought that yeah, up. That's absolutely. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So. And that's, you know, I, I met with the gentleman. Um, his name was Terry. On Friday, and baptized him, and his mom was here, and and so that was a perfect. really happy moment for her in her perfect, life. Perfect. But for me, that's that's why we do what we do. It's to see life change. It's to see people make that decision to mm-hmm. say, you know what, yeah, I I can't do this on my own. Right. You know, I I've got to follow God with all my heart. Exactly. Exactly. That's good stuff. It's very good stuff. Well, thanks again for listening to Grounded. This is season two, episode two. So. I think like 37 episodes
1: total is where we're at. Yeah, 37, we could put like a... Oh, here we go. Okay. We could be at 40 or 41. We could be at 42, right?
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I was on vacation
1: for a month in the hospital. I wasn't in the hospital for a month. but You know, um I, I don't remember who it was, but this has just been in the last couple of weeks. Somebody had listened, had missed the episode um one of the episodes after you came back okay and they said somehow they missed it and they they didn't know how they missed it I, i'm I'll, I'll remember who it okay. is here um but they were listening to it and i was picking at you ragging me like ragging on you about the you know you know i didn't get a birthday cake and all that you were like okay sorry i was in the hospital and i didn't have the ingredients they said they literally busted out laughing <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah but just for
0: the record, if anybody missed that, Craig did get his birthday cake. I did. It was a little late. It was late, but I got it. But you got it. And it was delish. So there you go. Delish. It was delicious. I stole a piece of it and kept it. He
1: actually did. And, um, but it was fine. I, yeah. I, I actually, uh, I actually gave him a piece because he worked so hard on it and he needed that.
0: German chocolate cakes are huge too. That thing weighed like eight pounds. Literally. I didn't weigh it, but it felt like it weighed like eight Literally. pounds. It
1: took me, me and him both to carry it to my truck, right? We had to carry it like the Ark of the Covenant <laughs> <Exactly>. on poles. <laughs> Goes down. No, Christian, don't touch <laughs> it. Don't touch it.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, on that, I think we're, we're pretty much done because we, we are done. We're so you, trailing. you
1: have a good week and um, happy birthday to your dad. Yeah, um, Thank you. I hope you everybody who's listening to this, you guys have a great week. Keep warm and all the good stuff. Have a good one. See ya.